Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode from Tales from the Mine, episode 7, not episode 6, like I forgot to update the notes. Uh, look at that, we've done 7. Uh, I'm Marty, and Lou's back. I'm here again. Did you miss me? I did. GM was awful. He was at- yeah. actually, no, that <laughs> I said that about you. I, I, did you. Did you listen to the last episode? Uh, I did, yeah. I heard you okay. slagging me off. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was even more slacking you off, but I uh, removed that because it, it, it was too mean and people might think that we actually hate each other, but we don't. We're just a bunch of dicks <laughs> to each other. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, British. That's basically part of my identity. That That is true. <laughs> yeah, there was one part I think we raked on you for like, there was like two minutes in the thing and I'm like, nah, okay, I'm going to cut this out. This is just too mean. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh yeah so yeah welcome back uh we missed you it was good to have uh gm on and he said uh actually uh sorry gm you said that <laughs> the next time we're doing a podcast to let you know and i didn't let you know uh sorry uh next one we'll get oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no G- gm was fantastic uh really good to have him on but back to our regular scheduled programming um and we don't have that many data mining things to talk about this time around uh, a lot of actual uh, news, but we wanted to go through uh, the main point of getting this episode out. Uh, we wanted to go through the Johto tour, obviously, now that that's over, and take a look at what uh, some of the things that we got uh, right and some of the things we got wrong. Some of the things in there, uh, we it was interesting to see how it was perceived in the end uh, and how it was actually used. Things that we thought were coming uh, in a certain way uh, and seeing how they actually used them and implemented them, uh, which was kind of cool. Uh, I thought so maybe other people would think so as well. But uh, yeah, let's get started with some of the other news before we get to that. Yeah, so first up, we've had our community days announced. Uh, again, very glad Niantic are doing this now, giving us all the season's community dates well in advance so people can actually plan around it, which is quite nice. Yeah, for uh, sure. But yeah, we've got Sunday, March 13th, Saturday, April 23rd, and Saturday, May 21st. Which is fantastic. Nice and easy. We don't know what... Yeah, we don't know what they are yet, but uh, there's lots of guesses out there if you want to guess on what they are. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we might be getting a load of Pokemon from one of them, I feel like. I would hope so. March 13th. It probably would be the March 13th one, right? It would be like right to Yeah, quite possibly. Especially as they haven't announced that yet, and usually we'd know that community day by now. That is true. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert, we're recording this probably, like, within 24 hours of them fully announcing Alola, so uh, part of this podcast is going to be outdated, but that's just that's just how it crumbles. <laughs> yeah, that is just unfortunately how it works. So yeah, we look forward to seeing what they are. I'm sure we'll get an announcement on those soon. Um, and then next up, we've had a few uh, updates from the Antic on a lot of development stuff as well, which has been really nice. Uh, first up, they gave us a roadmap of what to expect from Pokemon Go in early 2022. Um, not too much on sort of a technical aspect on here, but just saying they are carrying on with global events like GoTour. Uh, they've been popular, people like them, and to be fair, I'm going to be quite happy to see more of those if they are done well. Um, but yeah, the live events are slowly coming back as well, so we'll see if they come back in full swing in the sun ready for GoFest too. They talked a little bit about the Go Back Lake improvements, which they'll get onto a bit more later on. Uh, again, postcards as well. They're adding in a few more features for that, which we've been seeing from the start of postcards. We're expecting these features to be here, but it looks like they need a bit more work in the background, I guess. 
yeah, the note the note system uh, that we found in the the gift limit system was added with the release of postcards and on that podcast at the time we talked about how it was weird that they added that and we theorized that uh, maybe those features weren't ready and they're going to release them later as a feature update and that looks like exactly what they're doing is um, these features that for whatever reason weren't released probably because they weren't ready are now going to actually see the light of day which is cool um, it'll be exciting to see those actually come yeah very much so um, although I don't think people will be happy when they have to pay to exp- expand their postcard storage yeah, I mean, they could put it in the shop for like as a shop item that is upgradable for free or something. But uh, but but then that would defeat. Why not just if it's free, you wouldn't bother with it, would you? So it's not going to be free. It's not. I mean, it's not going to be free. I was I was thinking what they could do, but you're right. It's not going to be free. I'm sure it'll be <laughs> cheap. I can't imagine it would be too expensive. But I guess we'll no, find out. I can't imagine so. Yeah. Um. Then we had a minor update on the seasons as well. Um, so they very much talked about the Hooper's mischief and the mystery door stuff. And again, they want to do more stuff like that, especially with the seasonal research like we had in uh, the Hooper one. Um, but they'll be a bit smaller scale. So I guess maybe not as long as Hooper, but maybe a bit shorter. So we should see what they do with that. Um, and then hmm. apparently people really like Community Day Classic. I'm not sure who liked Community Day Classic, but apparently people did. I heard overwhelmingly positive things about it, um, yeah. which I thought out. Yeah, like on you know other podcasts, you know uh, they were talking a lot of positive things, and a lot of people saying good things on TSR. Like I just like even Twitter was happy about it. Like I was surprised that it was received well. I thought it was a milking tactic to sell another box and sell another special research. Uh, mm. And if you want to make Frenchy, Frenzy Plant accessible to more players, just make it accessible to more players, uh, is my opinion. But uh, it was really well received, so it looks like they're going to be doing more for sure. Yeah, I mean, I literally just bought the ticket, did the ticket in 10 minutes, and then left my uh, Go Plus running for the rest of the time. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. I, I think I maybe <laughs> I walked, I went outside for like, 30 minutes just to get a walk-in and then i came back home yeah it was not a fun event in my no, professional really. opinion uh, especially as bulb has been so many events now i've got so many different shinies of that it's just like yeah exactly but uh we're getting more of those so stay tuned <laughs> Woo. to be fair if they bring sunglasses squirrel back and we'll floor it uh i guess that's fair you'll you'll go hard for that yeah um and then next up we had some updates on go battle league uh, mainly that the next season is going to be a sort of a weird one. Um, it's uh, what have they called it officially? Like, did they get In- a name? I don't. Is it called like an interim season or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's like yeah, an there's, official there's name, but yeah, but you're going to be capped at rank twenty. There's going to be no visible ratings. There's going to be weekly cups, um, so a lot of changes to the meta constantly, which will probably be quite good for a lot of people. Change it up a bit, make it less stale. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be testing some new Go Battle Day stuff and changing the reward structures. They aren't changing any attacks uh, this time around, uh, which I think is partly because they want to get ready for Worlds as well. Yeah, but as people pointed out, uh, they're like, oh, we're not going to update any moves because we're getting ready for Worlds, so we have a standard uh, playing field, but we're also going to introduce an entire new generation. That won't affect the meta at all, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right now they don't. Well, we'll get into this more later, but all of Gen 7 is just struggle, so uh, right now they're useless. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, but yeah, it seems that all of this has been done because they're making some serious back-end changes to GPL, which is what we've been expecting for a while. We've been seeing this PvP refactor coming into the game for the last few updates. Uh, and they released a dev diary about it. And I'm almost stunned. Like, yeah, like this is actually a dev diary. There are devs was, talking about stuff in this. It was so good. Kudos. We've been complaining about these dev diaries since they came back, I guess. Uh, and this is exactly what we've been asking for. This is exactly what we said in the last couple podcasts. Do a dev diary on the PvP refactor. Uh, and this is probably, it was really well received by the community. And uh, yeah, it was, it, I think this was fantastic. Uh, so good job, Niantic. Yeah. Yeah, if, it, if they keep this format going forward, then the dev diaries will actually be what they should be, and we'll get, hopefully get some interesting things from them. Um, but yeah, they talked about all the stuff that's coming, uh, about the rewrite and the restructuring of the code um, to make the game more stable uh, and make it easier for them in the future to carry on updating as well. Uh, fixing the fast attack issues, which again, I still think they could personally fix by just making it so fast attacks auto happen or have a switch to do that, but I don't think that's the way they're going to be going. Um, battle logging, like the raid logs, which I don't think people will actually use at the moment, but it does mean if you have a bad battle, you can produce a log and send it to the attic, and they can use that. Uh, Same ones and then we've been they finding are... for a while. Yeah, uh, and then the bug prioritization, which are, I'm not sure what they are for that, but apparently they're going to be prioritizing the, the most important bugs. But I think as well before this, we didn't have many updates to the known issues page for Go Battle League, and then this came out and we got a load, load of changes at once so it feels like this is them saying we know we've not been on the ball lately but this is why we've been nice this mm. was a bit sooner where we knew the refactor was starting to happen but they've got it out there now and we've got a, a good dev diary with actually listening to a lot of engineers and people on the development team and i guess it's good that they're doing this like before the season so like the refactor um because like we had no indication if like the refactor was live or not um like we've been following it for a few months but like it, from our end like yeah, we have no clue if it's activated or not right what we wouldn't know uh people would just go oh are things better or things worse so it's I, I i was concerned that they were going to oh yeah by the way we've had the refactor enabled for like the last three months and did you notice a change and i'm glad that they're being proactive about it and saying this this season is specifically to test these things. This is the season is to implement these new features uh, and or these new fixes and things like that. And they're letting us know ahead of time instead of you know retroactively, I guess. Um, so I, I think that's good that they're doing it now because um, now is probably when they're ready. Like when we were first finding this, they were probably still very much developing it and testing new things. And now that they have a, a system that I think that they want to roll out, now they're being public about it, which I think is good. Yeah, very much so. Um, and yeah, hopefully there'll be more open about this in the future. Part of me wonders if this openness was kind of forced on by Worlds being coming, well, being what, eight months away now? Something like that? Six months away? I it August? Yeah. don't know, but I believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they might have been like, we need to get people convinced that this is actually a thing that's going to be working by the time Worlds comes around. Um, For sure. And we saw things as well, like them having private servers and that sort of thing. Um, I don't know if you saw the rule book that came out for Pokemon Go tournaments. Uh, no. Uh, from, no. like, for Worlds, specifically? Uh, for Regionals is what it was for, so mm. the regional qualifications. 
is they will be provided a phone and be they have to log in with the account on that phone. And I think everyone gets is it Samsung A fifty, I think it was. Interesting. So it'll be That's a budget phone, isn't it? Uh, a little bit of one, yeah, but I think it's still a decent phone. And do they get to log in with their, sorry, their account or an account provided? Yeah, they they have to log into their account and use their Pokemon and register the team and stuff before all that sort of thing. Mm, interesting. Um, I guess, I mean, that makes sense. It's a, it's, I mean, they basically did that for Worlds last time, right? They provided iPads or whatever. Yeah. But it's a bit, bit of a larger scale doing it for things like regionals where you usually get 250-ish players. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's probably why they went with the budget phone then. <laughs> mm. Budget-ish. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be Rip interesting to, the... to see how that works as well. Yeah, and rip to the iPhone users that aren't used to, like, the back swipe. <laughs> if yeah. they like like during like the flying animation one if they like swipe back and it tries to exit the battle that might uh that might throw them off so android users <laughs> will have an advantage uh, and yeah that was about it for the dev diary really but yeah we're looking forward to seeing more of those going forward yeah fantastic um and then the johto tour obviously just happened so um did you play it? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I I played it. I don't know if you played it. <laughs> yeah, I was out from. I went. I started at nine and went home at seven when the last two hours started because I was just like the spawns are kind of not great in the last two hours, so I just kind of just auto caught those last two hours. Ah, uh, that's fair. Uh, I was being sarcastic. Obviously, I knew you played. I I actually did the same, but I did the same because I was freezing by the end of it. Uh, being in uh, being an, an event in February. Uh, in Canada, it is very cold, so I was shivering after being out for like eight, ten hours a day. I, I ended up heading home around seven thirty. I was I wanted to stay out more and mm. you know grind Corsola and stuff like that, but it I was that was too cold. Um, yeah, but I was I was, was in shorts most of the, like well I say most of the day all the day, um, but I'm a crazy person apparently. What what was it like temperature wise for you? Like eight to ten. Okay, that's Celsius. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Mine was negative ten all day yeah, Celsius. That sounds like fun. No, it was it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, which version was... did you go for? I went gold. You? Uh, silver. Ah, we could have traded. I didn't have we to find have someone. <laughs> if only there was a limited trade distance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I flew over. Uh, to to London. I hear things are very stable on that side of the world right now. Yeah, totally. Everything's fine. Nothing, nothing going wrong. But yeah, Johto Tour. Um, we knew quite a lot of things ahead of time. Uh, things like stickers, clothing, the Apex Mons, the plus moves. Uh, when they buffed the plus moves, Magical Leaf, its stats, uh, all the text leading up to this, Arlo researches, uh, Masterwork research, uh, badges, so many things pushed for, for these big events. Uh, we knew most of it. Uh, but uh, what we wanted to get into was some of the things that we were fairly confident on and did come true, but they came true in a very different way than uh, we were expecting. Uh, and I thought they did some pretty clever things uh, with how, like, researchers and things like that and some of the mechanics that they used and using mechanics in a different way. So I wanted to go through that. 
Um, so first off, the S forms that we found a long, long time ago for Ho-Ho and Lugia are uh, the legendary, uh, or for Ho, yeah, for legendary Apex Shadows. Um, the S, I guess, stands for Shadows, I guess. Um, and so um, we we did know that these existed. We didn't know that they were going to be called Apex, but uh, they came, uh, they were announced as Apex Shadows. And so... Um, we did, uh, get the stats for them, uh, after the announced, actually, I don't, I don't remember this, if we got the stats for, for, no, we got the stats after they announced the Apex, but we got the stats for the moves before they announced it. That's what it was. Um, and so, uh, and then we also got the stats for the Legendary Beast S, and we thought at the time, uh, these are going to be, uh, Apex Beasts as well, but it turns out. Uh, those beasts ended up being the ones that could flee in the wild. And I guess S stood for shiny, I guess in this case, or special, um, or flee with a silent S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get what if you used the same for both of those forms, because now if they do an Apex dog, do we need another new form for that now? Y- yeah, that's true. It's Maybe they originally were going to do them as Apex, which I don't mm. think... like Because what they did was very... Uh, true to the you know the actual gold and silver games of you know them find finding them in the wild and then fleeing so i think that was really cool yeah um oh, no i thought but, it was really cool seeing like the, the actually legends in the wild and stuff as well obviously i know you can get the late trail in the wild but i've never seen one i've not even had one appear anywhere near me um but yeah actually seeing a legendary in the wild was quite a cool experience yeah for sure um did, i'm assuming you probably didn't get a shiny from any of those uh i did not i don't actually know anyone that did unfortunately yeah, same. Other than people on TSR, the the lucky few. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of a, a cool implementation of that. Um, the team leaders. This was something that we reported on multiple times and were wrong about this. Um, and but I think what they did was pretty interesting. Is that so? They added team leaders to uh, to the rocket pool, so they would appear traditionally at a stop, uh, or they could put them in balloons. But we were at least I was fairly convinced they would show up at stops. But the thing that they also did was that they added rockets as a reward for quests. And so what actually what they actually ended up doing is that when you completed the the, the battle challenge, you com- you un- you completed a quest reward and that gave you a team leader battle. And so for most people, they probably had no idea what was going on, but what was actually happening is that you would activate, you would reclaim your reward, it would then initiate a rocket battle, and then the rocket character you were facing was the team player, um, or the the like the Blanche or, or Spark or whatever, for whatever your team was. And I thought that was really interesting because that was a very different implementation of what we thought was going to happen. We thought you, you you know might get team leaders from from quests and things like that, but it was it was a a different way to go about battling the team leader. And what's cool about that is that that means that their teams were not locked to the same teams that they are in the training system because the training system is completely different than this. And so you were actually battling a rocket version of your player, uh, of your team leader, with their own custom teams uh, that could have been more powerful, could be more less powerful. But I thought that was just a really cool way to implement it. That... I'm pretty sure this is the first time they've used that battle reward, isn't it? Because we found that a little while ago. This is the first time we've had it as an actual being used. 
Yeah, exactly. It's the very first time they've used it. Uh, maybe they'll use it for other things in the future. Um, but we speculated a lot about what it could be used for. And personally, this was not something that I expected it to be used for at all. And something that people probably, most people probably didn't even notice what was happening uh, when it happened. And it's just interesting to going back to, you know, the idea that it looks like Niantic has had uh, some dev turnover and, you know, with a lot of things in the game being done differently, this was a very out of the box way of looking at a problem and finding a solution for how to do something um, that probably fresh eyes came in and saw, what if we did it this way instead of like the, the people that originally wrote, you know, the quest system. Um, I just thought that was kind of cool. Oh, very much so. Um, It would be nice to see some more of that in the future. Um, And hopefully as we thought it was as well, it's definitely part of the route maker stuff. Yeah, the Rootmaker, I mean, that stuff, the Rootmaker stuff wasn't pushed at the same time as that stuff, but I could definitely see that being related. Um, Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure, but maybe. Um, Second special research that we found, we reported that there was two special researches, um, but we were missing text and things like that for it. Um, But this is another thing that I thought was a clever way of uh, doing is that the big issue with well, big issue, one of the issues with timed research is that you can't have Willow talk to you. And so what they actually did is when you claimed your timed research, some of them like completing the, uh, the special collection challenge, I think was one of them um, is that they would unlock a special research that would allow Willow to talk to you. And the rewards for that research was just empty like it was like 500 xp for all three slots or something generic but it was a way to get willow to talk to you from timed research and from collection challenges uh and i thought that was again was a cool clever way to you know approach something that wasn't necessarily uh the way that it was intended and again something that post people probably didn't know or care or even realize what was happening then they just oh i claimed my timed research and now willow's talking to me cool um so the second research that we thought Niantic was either hiding or missed or something like that, but th- that turned out to be the research for the like the unlocked challenges for I think it was the the uh, Celebi when the, you the, actually unlocked that. Uh, no, Celebi was part of the normal Johto uh, one, but the battle challenge and the Raikou Ente and Suiko Photo and Safari were the two that turned into regular ones from the timed. Yeah, sorry, you're right. That's what it was. Sorry, I'm thinking yeah. when you completed the Celebi collection challenge, the special one, uh, I was thinking the masterwork research that you got. Um, mm. So that's, sorry, you're right. Uh, yeah, it was, so yeah, I just thought that was that was cool as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I noticed it straight away because I, like, I claimed it and I was like, wait, where is this gone? And I was like, oh, it's in my special now. That's weird. It's it's moved from one to the other because that's, yeah, not happened before. So I noticed that straight away as soon as it happened. Hmm. Good. Well, okay, we have, we have, if you, and if you noticed, then reporting as well. I'm, I'm sure maybe from like a game design point of view, it might be a little confusing for exactly what you just said is people were in one tab and now they have to go find something in another tab. Um, maybe that's a little bit confusing, I guess, but uh, I thought it was cool. Um, and uh, a good way to, you know, give Willow dialogue in your time to research and stuff. Yeah. Um, the our, our bots uh they're still exploding now is it still um uh goat as we record this uh the canto part in mexico is still going on um so our bots are still exploding but uh, something i don't know if this was intended or what's going on but their uh th- their servers are like flip-flopping all over the place um and we're getting notified like literally every 30 minutes of a change that isn't a change um we reported on the first 
half dozen where uh, the uh, hearts earned for petting and snapshotting your buddy kept jumping back and forth between one hearts earned, and one heart earned, and three hearts earned. But um, they like I, I don't that wasn't really announced as part of it. Um, that was that change was part of a previous event. I thought uh, like a week ago. ago. So I don't remember the details, but I remember actually reporting on that as like a real event change. Uh, so that just kept changing back and forth. And also their asset system keeps um, making these phantom changes and, but they're not, there's no changes there. Like it, it will revert to something and then revert back almost instantly with no actual changes in the final system. So it's, it's been a very annoying weekend from that point of view, but it's very interesting like what's going on with their server? Like if they're if this is an issue or if they're uh, changing things back and forth, if they're like toggling things, um, I don't know. If they're Do you trying have any... to upset us. Yeah, or they're just trolling us. Uh, they're like we sent you that nice message. Now we're going to troll you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just to see if we reported. Which uh, side note? Yeah, actually, I didn't. Uh, I I forgot to add this to the notes. But yeah, big shout out to Niantic with the the thank you miners uh, post. That was that legit made my day when that came in. Um, for those that haven't seen, yeah. uh, they added uh, two new assets. They were stickers that have already been in the game. One was thank you miners. It was called thank you miners, and it was a sticker of the thank you gift. And then there was another one that was nine thousand and one, and it was a sticker of Mewtwo. And 9001, obviously, uh, is the Dragon Ball Z meme, but uh, it's specifically for for our history with them is a number of years ago when they added Regigigigas uh, and Giga Impact. They added the power level of that move to 9000. So, like, obviously way overboard from everything that, you know, and else is in the game. We started making jokes about, obviously, the Dragon Ball Z meme. And uh, the next day they changed it to 9001. Uh, pretty sure in response to those jokes. Yeah, and there's so, no other reason they would have changed that. So, yeah, that was that was quite funny of them. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was, that was just a really cool homage to to that. Uh, and that was just awesome. And just like a little like nod. Like, hey, we know what you're doing. Hi. Uh, hello. So, uh, <laughs> we, we know we know you see this. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Niantic, for that. That was that was very cool. And, um, you know, if there's if there's other things you want to communicate, uh, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> uh, but that was that was hilarious. Um, oh, and also, while we have your attention, uh, could you please reduce the obfuscation? That would be great. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's still a thing that drives us insane. Uh, just the Game Master. That's all we care about. You can obfuscate the rest of it, hide whatever you want. But just, just the mechanics in the Game Master, that would be... That would be wonderful. Uh, just yeah. push a sticker with the obfuscated names. That that's all we need. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, what were what was your overall uh, impression of Jodo Tour? Like, did you enjoy? It? Did you have fun? Uh, like I I saw a lot of. Uh, I was really into it uh, and and really enjoyed it. And then I saw TSR. So I wanted to know mm. your thoughts before we got into that. I enjoyed the event. I felt that the show rate could have been a bit higher. Um, I feel like I paid £12 for a ticket and I didn't get as many shines as I expected, considering I walked 35k. Oh my god. And was catch and was catch like clicking everything the entire time. I was just like, didn't I got 13 shinies, I think. Oh. I walked 15k and I thought that was impressive. <laughs> and <laughs> I got 20, I think. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'll double check. But yeah, that's mm. that's a lot of walking. I am too fat for that yeah. walking. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, we we went pretty hard. Uh, I did get four shiny cows, um, but nice. unfortunately, I could only spell out my milkshake brings all the boys to, and I couldn't <laughs> get yard in there. Um, so I need another shiny cow for that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I got two cows, so I can give you one if we ever meet up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I, I got a shiny fan pee at least, so I was nice. Happy to get one new shiny. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm still, and that this is now my fourth event without getting a shiny unknown. So I'm a little bit salty about that as well. You don't have any at all. I've traded for one, but I've never had my own shiny unknown at this point. Oh, the game just says no. Yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like I would do, an, I'd do another go tour event again. Like um, it's it's always a fun. It's a good reason to spend a day out and stuff as well. So. Yeah, I think that these were on and so like Canto Tour was the most fun I've ever had with the game. Uh and this mm. was just it was just fun. It was just a really fun day. Um yeah. it was, you know, so much to do, so many challenges, you know, I didn't I didn't run out of like gameplay content until like two PM or something. Um mm. and then that was when I was like, Okay, I can just raid or catch or do whatever I want. Um it was, yeah, it was, I just thought it was, it was awesome. And I think they, you know, they, they clearly improved on a lot of things from last year. Uh, and like small things, like when you completed the collection challenges, uh, the, the completed ones moved to the bottom of the list where before you had to scroll through the completed ones, which is really difficult yeah. and really annoying. So stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, was a very nice quality of life change. For sure. Uh, the, what this was, a lot of people complained about this, but I actually liked this change where uh, you only see the trainer that you needed to battle at the time. Um, yes, that was and, that was great. Like that was exactly what I wanted, and then I could turn up the battles once I was done and just never see them again. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so this was uh, this was another clever trick that they did as well. Is that what how this system worked? Is that they actually spawned all the the gym leaders at all times that they were always spawning at all the different stops but they used the same mechanic that uh rocket raiders use where you can only see the rocket because these things are rockets you can only see the rockets um when you're at that specific step uh in the in the thing and so that i thought that was really clever because again using something in a different way that maybe the original devs didn't intend uh and so i thought that was really cool uh and it and it allowed you to focus in on you know i just want to do that the downside as to you know and i saw a lot of people um complaining about this is that because uh eight of these things were spawning in addition to rockets in addition to leaders in addition to geo Giovanni, because those were all still spawning, it made each individual one fairly rare. Um, mm. And so if you weren't in a dense area, then it was actually really hard to track these things down. And because they don't uh, show uh, the black and the jitter, they just jitter. Uh, it's it's not as easy to like quickly glance at the map and go, ah, yeah, that's the one I need or whatever. Because you have to like really... Yeah, exactly. You have, like, I found that like in... Mm. I, it was like halfway through the day that I realized that I wasn't finding these things. And I'm like, okay, let me like really zone in and like focus on e like, I would like pan the map around, stop, look at every Pokestop for like a second or two. And so I think maybe the improvement next time would be to, you know, do something very obvious with that stop. Like just like, you know, rocket stops turn black. Maybe they turn like red or they turn, I don't know, some other color or they have like just, a lore effect. Or even just white would be fine, wouldn't it? So yeah, yeah, but yeah, white something to stand yeah. out, um, you know, and and so th I think that'll help as well. Um, mm. th I don't know, like the, without redoing the entire system, I don't know what else they could do to 
like make it so that only one is spawning at a time like the alternative would be like instead of spawning all eight at the same time they only spawn the one that you need at the same time but like the system like they'd have to rewrite the entire rocket system to do that and i don't know if that's worth it for a one-day event um probably not uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I I didn't have any issues, but I we have quite a good route in my local town. We 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 walk through a park and around the town centre and back, and we get hit a lot of stops. So I didn't really notice an issue. But yeah, I can imagine in more rural areas or less dense areas, it could be an issue. Yeah, and I think like I like I've moved cities now since the last uh, one, and like where I would where I played Canto Tour last year was just like my street, which was like the most dense area in our in our locate in our area. But like even that. Uh, only had like 15 stops and so I can imagine like you know if a lot of those were blocked with Giovanni or leaders then you know Mm. it it would probably be a lot more difficult to do that like this year uh, I was like the downtown core is not like a hour drive or an hour trip away Uh, so it was a lot easier to get downtown and so like I had I had personally no issues either but um, yeah I guess that would be the only thing to improve but I I thought it was cool Um, Mm. and then like you said, like being able to turn off the NPCs when they're complete. It's not something that Niantic announced, but it's something that we found months ago in the assets. Uh, there was like the quest branching. Um, yeah. And that that was just a really nice, because that was one of the biggest complaints that people had. Um, I uh, stupidly chose uh, to leave them on because I was like, oh, like I've paid for, like I, just in case I decide to battle one of them later. And I was like, ah, yeah, no, this was a big mistake. I should have turned them off. <laughs> I mean, I did see someone say they were giving, like, incubated stuff if you kept them on, but I'm just like, I don't care enough. Like, I don't want to do battles, I want to catch shinies. Yeah, I got an incubator from one, uh, which was cool. Mm. Um, I was, like, they they gave a lot of starters. Like, like, I got 3,000 dust from one of them. Um, Yeah. And and so, like, that. and did you play with music at all, or? Uh, No, I didn't. Okay, uh, I I played mostly on my own for most of it, so I just had my headphones in, and like the music was cool. Like if nothing else, like I like battling them, so I could hear that music. Um, <laughs> they did a really good job with with the battle music and stuff like that, so that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, like and then I turned on to TSR, and there's a lot of people unhappy with this event. Which last year Canto was overwhelmingly positive. I saw very few complaints, and I walked away from this event feeling really good. Like oh, that was a really well fun day, or really well. Or worth the money, really fun day, uh, and then Sulfur Road just ripped the event to pieces. And uh, <laughs> did you see a lot of that, or what? 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 What did you see on TSR? Uh, I didn't really see much on TSR. But I wasn't really looking at TSR much in my local like chats and stuff. Like most people were kind of fine with the event. The main issue was the shiny rates. Um, and again, like I've done in person Go Fest and Safari Zones. I'm not expecting that sort of shiny rate, but I'm not sure what the shiny rate was for this, but it felt like it could have been a bit higher and that would have been fine. Uh, that's really my only complaint, and that's the only complaint I've really heard from people. Um, Corsola being full odds, I didn't know until you mentioned that earlier, and that seems kind of bonkers to me. Um, I yeah. can't believe they put something exclusive in raids like that and left it at full odds. Like a 1 in 60 is what I would have been expecting for that, like your normal sort of raid exclusive ones. Yeah, because I think her across was still boosted at the one in sixty rate, from what I understood. Mm. Um, but I, I did like seventy Corsola and I didn't get any. Uh, I know people that did two hundred and didn't get any. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was not happy. But uh, yeah, there's there's other complaints th- that we saw in the community as well, right? 
Uh, yeah, the trade distance one, um, which to be honest, I'm not surprised that's gone. Um, I think Niantic are very much on the, you should bring this stuff in person now. Um, whereas last year we were still in the middle of lockdowns across the world. Um, which, you know, it's nice having trade distance, but I'm, again, it's probably because I have people that I walk around and play with, so I'm less worried about that issue. Um, but if you're a solo player, I can see that being, being a problem. Well, and even I moved to a new city and I don't know anyone. And so I actually, the person I originally had my trades set up with when I realized that it wasn't 40K, he had a bail because he's like, oh, I can't leave my house. Uh, he had something that he had to deal with. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, I, I hope I find someone. And, and luckily it worked <laughs> out. But like, you, you know, like I just didn't know anyone in that area and I tried to find someone to coordinate with and it didn't work out. Like the 40 yeah. kilometers is is nice, I think. But mm-hmm. um. yeah. And yeah, I also agree with the not having enough time to complete the challenges. Like, okay, yes, the catch challenges, they should be just for the event. But the rest of them really should have been given a bit more time to complete. Like, two hours after the event isn't really a whole lot of time to get all like, the evolves and the trades done. Um, it would have been nice if they gave everyone a few days to be like, right, you've done the event, you've done all this, you've got a few days to finish off your little bits. Yeah, and they were still spawning. There, like, there was Cantomon spawning for the week after the event. I think, right? So, mm. like, even the the catch challenges, you could still... It would be more difficult, but you could still complete them. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. And I saw a lot of people saying that this should have been, like, a week-long event um, versus the, you know, the one-day event. And I don't know if I necessarily... Like, I, I didn't find it was... I found it was it was not difficult, like, but you had to be focused to complete it. Um, mm. And you had to... You know, you had to be on the ball. It's not an event that you could casually play like a community day. And like, even if you're not really trying, you could probably complete the research in, you know, a couple hours if you're barely paying attention. Right. But this was a much more hyper focused event, which I liked. But like I still, like I said, I still kind of ran out of game, like new gameplay content around 2 p.m. And then I still had, you know, seven hours left of the event that it was just kind of free for all. And so I don't necessarily agree with that. But there were, I did see a lot of people complaining that there was not enough time to complete them yeah yeah i mean yeah i felt there's no harm in extending those for for a few days after the event like if people have paid for it why does it matter if they take a couple of extra days to get it all finished um it's not like there's any downside to that yeah and it might be what you mentioned is that they're trying to encourage people like you only have a day like you have to go out with your community on this day to Mm. but unfortunately life is really that easy as well is it yeah, which and it's interesting because their argument for the first several years of Community Day is that it was three hours because they wanted people to come together for those three hours. And so with a 12-hour event, it's kind of the opposite. Where it's like, well, you're not really encouraging people to come together for 12 hours straight. You're encouraging people to kind of play when they can. Almost, I don't know. It's, yeah. it, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I can't imagine much of the player base was out for the whole 12 hours or even like more than nine of the 12 hours or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we were, because we're hardcore nuts, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, apparently there were complaints about the train about was being too hard. Um, I didn't find that at all. Um, I felt like they were quite easy, and I just kind of swept with whatever I got recommended every time. Mm. Well, yeah, the complaints I saw were mostly around, like, being hard to find them. Um, oh, okay. The... Yeah, like due to the like the the gating that we mentioned. Um, yeah. So like 
like it like there was you know there's one guy i was reading on tsr and there's a few stories like this where they were saying that they you know they, they live in a, a town that only has eight stops and four gyms and they're like mm. it was just almost impossible and then to and a similar story to that was one i didn't even realize this because uh, i always had new quests to complete but one of the later special research uh once was complete eight special research and someone's like i only had eight to begin with and i finished them in the first couple hours of the event like I can't beat the the thing because the next town over is like a two hour drive and I can't finish those research tasks. Uh, And so uh, I thought that was really interesting too. That's not like, I didn't even think of that as an issue, but trying to think back. That's what I would have ever considered. Yeah. Like, so I think like if you have like generic complete research tasks and the next one, like do them fairly early on so that people don't, you know, complete all their research tasks, not knowing, uh, and you know, and then uh, the, uh, there was a few smaller things I saw too, where it's like people did all their photo bombs, so then they couldn't get Smurgle. Um, you know, when it started, or they missed evolving Eevee into Espeon or Umbreon. Um, like, yeah, that and, was one that I felt like was a bit weird because yeah, if you forget to evolve Espeon before sort of seven half, well, about half seven was sunset here, and it's just like, oh, you can't complete that collection challenge now because by the time it finishes, and, it's still nighttime. Yeah, and there, I think there was someone from Alaska that was saying that uh, la- like literally last week, night didn't fall until it was like 10... I'm going to... This is going to be very factually incorrect, but it was something like 10 p.m. or something. So they said that like it only changed to end at like 9.30 or whatever. So like um, they, they had the two-hour bonus, but like it was something that they said they only had an extra like 30-minute window and... If it was like if the event was like a week earlier, they wouldn't have been able to finish it or something like that. And so yeah. that's also tricky as well, right? Happens if you live in the Arctic Circle when you play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, like you, like there was. So, I remember there was a post a long time ago saying that it was like for four months of the year they can't evolve uh, Embryon, and like they were stuck on the level forty three quest, I think, because they there's, hmm. just, there's no night. Um, yeah. So yeah, stuff like that is just it's 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 difficult and it would be nice to, you know, have more accessibility uh mm. with with things like that, right? So Yeah. But, very much. but yeah, overall I think it was it was a good event. Uh there was some complaints, uh more so than I th- was expecting, but I I definitely think I got my money worth and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I think so as well. Um and I'll definitely do it over the next go tours, which I assume is gonna be Canto. Uh, yeah, Canto again, probably. <laughs> but in fact, again. Actually wouldn't, it wouldn't actually surprise me that much. <laughs> Everyone loves Canto. Uh, yeah. And then we had our next Safari Zone announced as well, which is in Spain, um, mm. which I now feel is slightly coincidental considering it looks like the, the new game is set in Spain. I literally, just as you were about to say that, I just clued into that as well. And I was like... <laughs> I feel like this is a pure coincidence, but that's hilarious that Gen yeah. <laughs> 9 looks like it's Spain. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's running from May 13 to 15 uh, in Seville, Spain. Uh, I'm going to decide if I'm going to go or not because it is fairly local for me. It's only like a two-hour flight, but I oh, guess it will depend on what, what, yeah, what the conditions are like then closer to the time. But eh, I might go along. It might be a bit fun. Um, yeah, I feel like... COVID, no one cares about COVID anymore, and mm. we'll have to see if Europe still exists at that point. Also, yes, that. Uh, yeah, we could just be a toxic wasteland by that point. Yeah. Fingers crossed, <laughs> uh, fingers crossed for us <laughs> and our futures. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, we expect it's going to use one of the many, many badges that have been added to the APK recently. Uh, they've stopped adding them as they need them. They're just bulk uploading them and be like, we'll just use one of these when we need to use them. Yeah, which is weird because I, I double-checked too and there are specific Safari Zone badges for like the other mm. previous Safari Zones. So maybe yeah. they will still add a Safari Zone badge, but there's like 30 of these event badges. So it, you're right. It's probably just one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they just specify it, don't they? Just like, this is the one we're going to use for this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's about everything for the news. Um, now getting into the few day mining updates we've got over the last few weeks as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that much uh, this time, but let's take a look. Yeah, um, so as we now know, Alola was coming, and what was it, a few days ago, about a week ago now, we had all the Gen 7 was pushed. It was so, a, oh, Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that long. It was only a day before Jodo. I think it was Friday, I think. Oh, was it Friday, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was fairly um, recent. Time, just, I don't know what time is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that everything was pushed. We've got the stats for everything, all all that sort of stuff. But everything was pushed with placeholder moves, which is a new one. They've not done that before either. Like they've put it with moves that aren't going to be used, but never just never just been struggle. Yeah, and also technically, if they went live, it would break the game because struggle is not a fast move, and it was assigned no. to all the fast moves. So clearly a placeholder <laughs> because if those went live, the game would just crash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we'll have to see when that happens. I get the feeling we're going to stop this podcast and we're going to need to go get an update, which is going to be like, oh, here's all the stuff for Gen 7. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, awkward timing, but, uh, sorry people. So that, we won't spend too much time on Gen 7 because you'll probably know more than we will at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting new Pokemon and Pokemon Go again. It's been a while since we've had a, a nice big wave of new Pokemon, so I hope we get that. Oh, well, you um, say that, but they never said a wave is coming. <laughs> no, they didn't. I'm just hoping there is. Um, it does, however, look like um, our next raid boss is going to be Tapu Koko, so that would be a cool one. Um, yeah, that'd be very cool. I like the, the like, the, no, not the, uh, what are they called? Something Guardians, right? Island Guardians? Lake Guardians, aren't they? No, no, not thought, that. No, the Lake Guardians are the, no, this, no, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't remember their, like, family name, but yeah, those, those are really cool ones, mm. I thought. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the Ultra Beasts as well. Some of the Ultra Beasts look really cool. Yeah, the Ultra Beasts are dope. I hope they do something fun yeah. with them and like do specific assets, kind of like how they did like Hoopus Rings and stuff. Uh, mm. I hope like a Ultra Raid Battle just looks cooler, or different, or you know, yeah, I don't, well, that'd be cool. W- would be nice. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what they do with the Allure of the stuff. Um, again, just around the corner. That starts in what about? 24 hours from the recording of this podcast yeah the first like region so and yeah. we still and we still need assets which haven't been pushed yet yes so that's going to be a fun one for us i'm sure we're going to have a lot of updates to do so uh please uh pray for us send all the dr pepper <laughs> yeah I, it's always like after like go tour and um uh, go fast there's always like a little bit of a lull you know like even like with ultra unlocks it's like okay everything's been pushed everything you know like there isn't really a whole lot changes for you know on our end and we're like ah yeah no go tour was a lot and now this is gonna be a lot <laughs> we get no break yeah like after like go fast as well she's like this is our chill period for a little bit and then this time they're like nope here you go guys have fun yeah <laughs> no nope, we're we're going full steam ahead yeah 
Um, and then, yeah, uh, we then had the 229.2 APK come out. Um, this didn't add too much stuff, um, but we'll go through what we do have. Uh, added Luster Purge, which is uh, Latios's signature move. Um, also added uh, a few more updates for the PvP Refactor to do with syncing and the setting music, which turned out was probably used for the uh, Gotor Johto battles because uh, some of them had special music, like the trainer battle with your leader, not the trainer battle, the special battle where your leader had special mm-hmm. music assigned to it and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and, they and they also forced... Well, I was going to say, yeah, they forced point two right before Johto Tour, so it's probably yeah. a solid guess that that was for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they changed the combat logger a little bit, um, so again, that's probably not live yet. We don't expect it to be live yet. Um, we're still making a few more changes, but Again, this has been forced now, so it might be it's live ready for the first when the new season starts as well. Yeah, exactly. Like the structure changes they made made any like if a combat log was sent from two two nine one to the server, it was now incompatible with two two nine two. Which um, unless you're really bad at your job, which you know, like people make fun of Niantic, of course, but like they're not that bad. So <laughs> like this was most likely not live G- going back into like the discussion of was this live? Was this not live? This was further evidence to suggest that this was not live because they wouldn't have changed that uh, without having some migration plan. Uh, so yeah, more peek under the hood, I guess, if anyone cares, but I, I, I think yeah. that stuff is really interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Uh, uh, and then in our digging deeper, we found uh, a few more cool things in 2292. Uh, there was a new avatar um, uh, t- called props. So it was another uh, category like shirt, uh, face, things like that. Uh, so a prop typically is something that you would hold. So maybe we will get, uh, I don't know, wands or d- bags. To, I don't I don't know yeah. what you could hold. I mean, it'd, <laughs> it'd be pretty cool if like the pose that the Pokeball, you could change what the Pokeball is to even if it's just a different oh. Pokeball or something. Uh, I didn't think of that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Or, yeah, I was gonna say Z Alola. I'm trying to think. Alola has the Z crystals, but you don't hold those, do you? No, they are on your wrist, I think. Or where? No, that's Mega bracelets. I, or no, you? Oh yeah, maybe you you had a Z bracelet thingy that you would. Yeah, yeah. But they they could just do that with the wrist. Okay, I'm just trying to think like maybe this tied into Lola now that we know that. Lola's yeah, it's a, it's yeah, it's a power ring apparently. Mm, okay. So, uh, which also like we that always there's been no indication of Z moves at all. Um, so we don't know if the if they'll implement that. I know Z moves weren't the most popular thing in the main series games just because they're not very interesting. Um, mm. But it'll be interesting if they just get pushed as like regular moves that they can, you know, nothing special about them. But like the whole thing is that you could only use them once in the entire battle, if I remember correctly, right? In the main series? Uh, you're asking the wrong person on that because I didn't play those games. Oh, fair. If I remember correctly, which someone correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is you could, you could only use them, one, you'd have to choose when you use it. And so um, it'll be interesting to see how that translates to... Uh, to, to go um, if yeah. they even do uh, I mean we could just get another button on the combat screen that only works once or has to be charged up in a separate way or something maybe yeah that's true um, well yeah we'll have, and we'll have to see if they add that because right now there's nothing to indicate any difference for Z moves at all um, no. but I doubt we'd get them straight away it could even be something that the season works towards unlocking as well yeah true 
Um, we also got uh, a few updates for that mega level point system that we've been following. Um, it's a little bit unclear what this thing is, but it's something will show this. There's like a level at a points uh, correlation with mega evolving Pokemon. And in this update, it tracks how many megas you evolved each day. Um, and so that looks like it'll be displayed on the screen that you mega evolve. We're not really sure what the point of this is yet. Um, or if it has a point, um, or if we're misinterpreting this, but that was updated. Um, and then the last thing notable, uh, is that they added some, uh, more ad stuff. We all love ads. Um, and they added the ability to track impression rates of when people watch ads so they can see how many people are clicking on them or tapping on them or seeing them, um, things like that. Uh, typically impressions are how many people have seen it, uh, in this case. So, uh, more ad tracking there. Um, and we know that there's going to be a few more APKs on the way, uh, because, there is they they updated the known issues. There was like a two three one and a two three three. I think they mentioned officially. So uh, we'll probably see the two 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 three one probably in the next week or so. I would guess, and then probably two three three probably in a month is what they're normally doing. Uh, but this is around the time that they upgrade Unity, which uh, is just the worst time <laughs> for us. Uh, <laughs> it normally breaks all of our tools we spend weeks rebuilding things uh it, it's just it's just awful um so but also last year was particularly bad it, it broke a lot of things versus the uh time before that which wasn't as bad but i'm hoping it's not catastrophic uh this i uh, not catastrophic for users catastrophic for us specifically so yeah. we'll see yeah, that's Maybe. always the most fun one when we get those updates because it's usually all of us on the Discord and we're spending a few hours going through that one. And then yeah. that's, just, that's just the time doing the live teardown. That doesn't count all the rest of the back-end stuff as well. Yeah, it took us, like, we couldn't decode. I think it was, like, we couldn't get assets for, like, a week after the last mm. one until we figured out how it was something dumb like that. Um, yeah. So the, they'll be updating from... We expect they'll be updating from version 2019 to version 2020. Uh, and actually, I just thought maybe uh, their obfuscator is not compatible with 2020 and they have to turn it off. Oh, the side effects. <laughs> that would be nice, but I'm pretty sure it is, unfortunately. It, um, it, we know what they it, use, it don't we? Yeah, we do. And it, yeah, and it is compatible. I'm just being hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also checked the latest. There was a uh, 2293 technically, um, but it was only released on iOS to fix the notification bug. Uh, I did check that, uh, and our tools are currently processing it as we do this podcast, uh, but it is still obfuscated. I was hoping that maybe, oh, it's just an iOS release. Maybe the, it was after the Thank You Miners thing. Maybe it was, uh, but no, it was still obfuscated. So uh, it is sad. Uh, maybe we'll get some weird photos in the next update if it's a Unity update, like, what was that? We've got that guy with that face, haven't we, in in the files in one of them? Yeah. Yeah, the troll face. Maybe, maybe we just get a picture of a cucumber or something. <laughs> uh, I just want the names of the things in the Game Master because there's so many... Like, the, the tutorial settings that were pushed the other day, uh, like, it's just 10 toggles that we have no idea what they are. Um, from reports, we know that some of them are lores, some of them are, are berries, some of them are friends, but we have no idea what's what. And so if they turn one of them off, we can't say what it is, uh, without guessing it. So stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the point. I saw a new one the other day, a new tutorial that I didn't notice before is when you've got a quest that is like make nice or great throws. If you yeah. click on the catch icon, you get the, how to make a nice, great next to them throw. Yep. Yeah. That was one of the 
10 tutorials that they activated. Yeah. Uh, so, and there's just no way to guess what those are, you know, that, so it's very no. annoying, but, uh, luckily moves and stats and things like that are, we, you know, we can figure out. And I guess that's the most important thing when new stats are pushed, technically they're obfuscated, but because we can reverse that, um, we can at least still get, you know, we can figure out what they are relatively easily, which is good. But, mm. um, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Uh, uh, obfuscation rant over. Uh, I think that's it for this podcast. Unless there's anything no, else we, you want to talk about, we, we need to keep ranting about obfuscation until they remove it. This is just going to be <laughs> cons- this. This is a protest now. We're not stopping until they they change obfuscation. Um, yeah, this podcast will it, never end. It'll be a 28 hour plus podcast yeah. until obfuscation. Uh, we are also going on the hunger strike at the same time. Um, <laughs> so. Please, Niantic, uh, me and Marty are both large people. We cannot survive long without food. <laughs> uh, does, does, that, does that change it? Watch the next APK is unobfuscated. And, and they push something, <laughs> just like, please eat, please don't die. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, um, you want to close this off? Yeah, so yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, um, we'll catch you again next time. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, you can check out our Kofi page uh, where you can buy us coffee or buy yourself a nice little pin badge. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at pokey underscore miners. Uh, and if you want to follow along for our live epic updates as they happen and get all the latest news, you can also join us on Discord uh, at discord.gg slash pokeminers. We hope you all enjoyed listening to this podcast and we'll see you next time.